Welcome to the Next Level Life podcast with Christine Corcoran. This podcast is made for the powerhouse businesswomen who are ready to ignite their fullest potential. This is where we will dive deep into the mindset breakthroughs and sprinkle in some kick up the butt motivation so you can scale your business with confidence and clarity. Whether you're craving more income, impact or inspiration, this podcast will be your ultimate resource for all things next level. Listen in as we have authentic conversations with game-changing female entrepreneurs as we reveal the secrets of what it takes to rise and thrive. So go ahead, ignite your inner fire, and let's get you taking massive aligned action. Are you ready to elevate? Let's go. I'm so excited for our conversation today. I've I've invited my beautiful friend, Sally Prosser, to come and chat all things of expanding your voice and becoming much more magnetic within your business, utilizing your voice. And Sal, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Christine, it's so great to finally be here. So we've done an episode before, so I know we're not going to dive into the stuff that we've already covered. So I want to make sure that we, uh, if you haven't listened to Sally's first episode, definitely go back and listen to that. I'll make sure that I link it in the show notes. So Sally is a voice and public speaking coach, and she's so incredible, so magnetic, and she creates such incredible influence in supporting people to be able to really delve into creating a really great voice for themselves, for their business, and to to develop their confidence. And so uh, rather than going into all the nitty gritty of all the things you've ever done, I'd love for you to tell us over the last two years, what's been some of the major highlights of your business and your and your work? Last two years, where are we now? 2024. So I guess I'd already gone viral on TikTok when we spoke. <laughs> um, so that was a big turning point in the business and not so much even in just going viral, but learning the power of video content online. It was such a good self-reflection for that. Uh, so in the last couple of years, the business has grown, which has been fantastic. I've run a couple of events, events overseas, so a couple of events in London. I spoke at the London Mind Body Spirit Festival, and I've really been diving more into the energetics of voice, mm-hmm. meeting the spirituality with the science and learning that our voice is really this energetic channel that runs from the soles of our feet to the crown of our head and how when we can get into that true source, you know, the voice being the organ of the soul, there's so much magic that can be created, not just in our like communication in terms of promoting our business, but also in terms of creating the life that we want. So it's been a very exciting couple of years. Love that. That's so good. And you're so right because voice is technically it's a vibration, right? So we have a frequency of vibration that's coming through. And when we see a really amazing speaker and they have such incredible gravitas, it impacts you. Like you have a feeling that runs over your body and you almost like get goosebumps or you feel like, I mean, the way that I feel it is like, I have like this almost like a, a cool uh, flash that runs over my whole entire body. You feel the impact that people's words have and that comes through their voice, right? Absolutely. Well, we talk about resonance and the law of resonance. And each of us has our own unique vocal vibration. Like you have your own unique vocal vibration that nobody else shares. And when you can tap into that, it's often known as like the true node, or I call it like the soul voice, which no one has. Then you are able to resonate with people on such a strong level. And no, there are people who need to hear your message, not just your words, but from your voice. So true. So it's always important to remember that people need to hear your message from your voice. Yeah. Cause your voice is like a fingerprint. Like, I just love that you shared that. It's so true that no one else has your voice. Like it's so incredible to just 
acknowledge that for a moment. And so the reason, like after us chatting recently, the reason why I wanted to bring you on the podcast is to really support people who are listening to really utilize their voice to grow their business. Because I think so, so many of us have fear around speaking, fear around putting themselves out there, fear of showing up on Instagram or TikTok or anywhere where they're sharing their voice and they're speaking. I think one of the things that really has helped grow my business for sure has absolutely been my confidence with my speaking. So putting myself out there and it's not something that I was automatically confident with, like absolutely not. It was something that I've absolutely developed and spent a lot of time honing and I think, and learning as well. Like it's not something that I also, it wasn't a natural talent. So I think that's one of the things I just want to highlight first and foremost is that and I'd love your take on this, is that some people think that people are just naturally great speakers. Like, what would you say to that? It's like Maybelline. Maybe she's born with it. Yeah. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) I'm sort of showing my age here. Uh, Absolutely. It is a skill. Each of us is born with a voice for a reason. Mm. And all of us speak. Sure, there are some people who are more... uh, I guess, have that natural tendency. I think of myself, for an example, like my mom says I was born microphone first. And when I was really little, I asked Santa for a microphone with a stand. And then when I got the microphone, I did a speech to thank Santa for delivering the microphone, you know, like that. (laughs) There's definitely been a part of my DNA. My soul's purpose is to express. Yeah. But what I would say is that we each have a voice inside us and often it's things that have happened to us in our life that have caused us to stuff that voice down. Yeah. And a lot of conditioning as well, right? Like, especially for women, we have so much conditioning with keeping the peace, be, you know, be you to be seen and not heard, like keep quiet, um, be polite, like all of this stuff. And I think that sometimes that you don't recognize that sometimes there's that conditioning that comes up to be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't give my opinion here. Maybe I shouldn't share this stuff. Or does anyone really care about like, that's one of the biggest things I hear a lot of clients. Who do you think she is putting herself out there on social media? It's so cringe. I'm like, you know, absolutely, Christina, 100%. And I'm a voice coach. And most of the work I do is with the inner voice because it's the inner voice that's driving the physical voice. And that's why speaking is such a beautiful invitation for growth. Mm. And when we come up across uh, across or against those barriers of like, oh, I don't want to put myself out there on social media or I couldn't possibly start a podcast or I don't want to say speak at this event, it's this great invitation for us to get out of our comfort zone and to deal with whatever it is that's holding us back. You, you've seen this firsthand. And so you're not just getting the benefit of more people hearing your message. You're getting that personal growth of being able to break through your own barriers. This is why I say that people aren't afraid of public speaking. They're not afraid of the speaking itself. It's the scenario that brings up existing insecurities and fears. And so when we can say, hello, this is uncomfortable, (laughs) but thank you very much and work through them, it just is such a liberating feeling. Like, do you remember, Christine, like when you first, I don't know, put out your first episode of your podcast or first spoke on stage and did you get that feeling of like, whoa, that was great. I can do that again. I mean, after I felt sick, yes, it did come eventually. <laughs> so <laughs> so I think like, I guess like as well, like with even with my experience, like before I started my business, before I pod- was podcasting, before I was speaking on stages, 
I was training other groups of people. So I had a little bit of experience of being up in front of people and speaking to people, engaging people's engagement and getting them to stay invested and things like that. So I was, I had learned a lot of the skill beforehand and I'd done trainers training and all these different things that I feel like served me in the growth of my business, being able to do that. So, but that's not to say that when I did first my podcast out, I remember doing the first few episodes before I launched it and being like, why would anyone even care about what I'm going to share with them? Like, this is ridiculous. And I was like, like literally like biting down the fear, like almost like pushing it down, but like, nope, you're doing it anyway. Nope, you're doing it anyway. And just push it out there and just do it. And even like with my first speaking gig, I remember um, it was in a pub in Brisbane and it was super dark. And I was like, I'm actually really glad that it's dark. <laughs> And I reckon it was in front of possibly 35, maybe 40 people. And I was so nervous that I remember talking to someone before they, well, and it wasn't really a stage. It was more just a, a room. And I remember they, um, before they asked me to stand up and, and, and speak and present, I remember talking to someone beforehand and not even listening to them. I was like, so like, in such fear of like, oh my God, I hope I get, hope this goes well. Like just remember, remember this, remember that. Like I was literally just like glazed over and they're like talking to me and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I feel like it's something that it wasn't until afterwards. And then I got responses from people, like how much they enjoyed it. Then I was like, okay, this is actually something that I really enjoy. And so yeah. I, I wanted to share that because it, I think as you grow, the fear stays. It's just actually how you deal with the fear as you grow. But you're absolutely right. It's such a personal development journey of like owning your own voice and choosing to speak up and choosing to share what's important to you. And it builds such self-belief. Like I feel like that's what it's done year after year after year is that it's not only helped me become much more concise with my messaging to be able to clearly articulate what I want to get across, be able to share stories in a much more impactful way like if I listen back to my first episodes, they're so bad, like so bad. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> right? Like that's, that's, you've got to start somewhere. And I think that so many people have this belief that, oh, it's just not a strength of mine or I'm not good at it or um, I'm not a talented speaker. But like mm -hmm. actually if you want to do it and you are willing to actually overcome the fear to take the action, you will grow through it and you will get better at it. Right. It's a skill. Like you just said, it's something that has to be learned. It's not something that is just, you're not born with it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's like, often if I, when clients say those things to me, I say, Oh, if you say so, <laughs> they go, what? Because that's where it really starts. You need to rewrite that speaking story. I do have something valuable to say. People do want to listen to me. 100%. And you can be honest with yourself. You can say public speaking isn't something that I've done a lot of. However, I trust I can get better at it. Mm, I love you know, that. changing changing that narrative and also realizing it's a it's a mountain range, not a mountain. And you do get better over time. But my most recent speech was not my best, and my first one was also not my worst. If I, if I think about it and same with like videos on social media, it's not this linear, oh, I'm going to get better and better and better. It's trusting that you're always expressing yourself with the best in the best way you can at the time with the resources you have and not to let one bad experience taint the next one. Mm, I love that. I love that. It's so true. And just continuing on, right. Letting it be an opportunity for expression. So so that would be the first place you would start, right? Like starting to actually just address what are the stories you're telling yourself about being able to speak up and then what would you explore? Hmm. So what are the stories that you're telling yourself? And then the next thing is 
getting into your body. Mm. (laughs) So our voice is something physical. And most of the problems come when we're in our head. It's the overthinking, the overanalyzing. If you have a brain freeze, it's the overloading. What will people think? All of the language is all up in the head. And as soon as we are there, we're disconnected from our heart. We're disconnected from our our lower chakras, like the sacral area, the passion. So feeling into your body, even just like stamping your feet a little bit, jiggling around, doing a bit of movement before filming a video or speaking on stage or any kind of speaking, and it will come from a much more relaxed place. It's impossible to get brain freeze when you're in your body. Mm, I love that. That's so good. And when you're speaking from the heart, it can't be wrong, you know. So it's knowing that what you have to say, the message you have to share, the people you can help is always more important than any of these fears that you have. That's the conversation to have with yourself. Mm, Love it. Love it. And I think as well, like, so what I'm, what I'm hearing from you is like, rather than get caught up in, in the head of like, okay, but what do I have to say? Like, cause I think some people get really stuck there. Like, I don't know what to say. I'm like, am I going to get it wrong? What if I say the wrong thing? You're saying connect back to your heart, get back into your body and then actually speak from the heart and share your experience or share your opinion rather than it just be facts as, as such. Is that what you're trying to well, say? You know, what is the wrong thing and what is the right thing? I mean, sure, in terms of facts, if you're going to give statistics or anything like that, check them. Like, you know, <laughs> they're right. Don't be out there. There's enough people out there online giving really, really interesting information. So, you know, check those things. But a lot of the time that's not the block. It's it's you saying I need to say the right thing or the wrong thing when there's not really any measure of what is right or wrong. Mm. So I, I say lean into neutrality. It's not the right thing or the wrong thing. It's just a thing. Love it. Beautiful. So and a lot of a lot of reframing. Yeah, mm. totally. And so if someone wants to be to get better at speaking, let's say that they've just been dabbling a little bit, like so I love those tips. They're so good for people who are just struggling to get online and actually start sharing their message and start getting out there a little bit more. And then if they're like, okay, so now that's starting to feel a little bit more comfortable because it does come with practice, right? So something that's just not comfy on screen or comfy on camera straight away. Um, what would you say for someone who's like, All right, I really just want to get better at speaking and actually communicate more clearly? What would be the next stage that you would focus on? Get a voice coach, come along to one of the programs, come along to an event and invest in it uh, the same way that you would any any other skill. And so there's different processes that we work through. You know, there's different pillars in voice. So the first one is around that inner voice, which we've been speaking about. So you work out, is there an inner voice issue with anything that I want to be doing? Then there's a whole area of voice production. So it's learning how to breathe, where to breathe where the voice vibrates, where it resonates, right? We have these different parts of our body where the voice actually does vibrate. There's the articulation. Doing a voice warm-up. Oh, that's a good one, Christine. Like learning how to do a voice warm-up. You wouldn't, you know, professional athletes don't just come straight out of the gate and go in the Olympic race. The warm-up is a big part of it. So if you're doing any kind of speaking, learning how to do that is really going to help you. Love it. And this is not just for people who are speaking on stages, right? This is for anyone if they want to start to feel a little bit more confident and actually speak more clearly. A thousand percent. I'm glad you brought that up because it really is a misconception that public speaking is standing in front of on a stage with a lectern and a microphone. You are using your voice and speaking, you know, even when you're speaking to yourself. 
So if you're a business owner and you're thinking, okay, I don't know if I want to start a podcast or I don't know if I want to even be more on stage, there are always ways that you can be using your voice. I like to compare it to your amazing message and what you do. It's there. It's in you. You know it. People close to you know it. Yet you're under, it might be under a blanket. Right? So nobody outside can see you. So that's where you go. And I know, Christine, you help so much with this. This is where you go, okay, we've got to do a bit of marketing. Let's break some holes into that blanket so people can see us and know who we are. We might send an email. We might do a post on social media, right? This is how people get to know us. Our voice, people hearing our voice is the closest thing to touching us. Mm. Right? Hearing someone's voice is the closest thing to touching them. So when you are looking at the ways in which you want to market your business and the ways in which people can know about you, using your voice is really effective. We talk about touch points. I don't know what the latest is. Someone told me the other day it's like 11 points of contact. Oh, I heard it's way more than that now. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, you're joking. Right, yeah. So (laughs) it's crazy, right? So we're thinking in terms of touch points. If they're hearing your voice, I I, I think you're getting more points with that. You're getting more points with that than a Canva Canva graphic. So you go, right, well, where... Where can I speak? And I actually have a business voice audit. I've just thought of this now. So if anyone would like to have that, get in touch with me on uh, socials, which we'll share, and I'll be able to send that to you. And it's just a checklist where you can look through all the different ways you can use your voice, from networking events to social media videos to podcasting to going live to being a guest on other people's Mm. platforms. Mm. You know, there is so many ways that you can use your voice that's not the traditional stand on stage speaking. Yeah, 100% agree with you. And I think that it's one of those things that you're right, it does build a stronger connection with your audience. Like the amount of people that I have say to me that they listen to me while they're doing normal things in their life, right? They take me on the on the road with them in the car when they're going walking, like they're doing all this cooking dinner, like all these types of things. And this connection of like, I feel like you're in my ears, like you're talking to me all the time. And I like, I run masterminds as well. And one of the girls was saying to me the other day that she's like, I listen to you in the shower. And I was like, what? Ooh. <laughs> I was like, that's random. Like, you've never told, no one's ever told me that before. She's like, yeah, because I can access the course uh, modules on my phone. She's oh. like, I put it beside the the uh, shower and then I listen to it in the shower because that way I'm I'm being much more productive, obviously. And it's sometimes the only times that I can really think through the content because she's super busy with kids and, and all the bits and pieces. So I was like, and just just on that, what's so interesting as well, um, when you're in the shower, you're in your body usually, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like the feeling going through. So you're absorbing information more effectively. So your voice and like with the water and in the shower, yeah. <laughs> where it's even more vibrations because of the hard surfaces, your <laughs> voice is like being penetrated into her skin. Oh gosh, it's crazy when you think of it like that. Isn't it? Isn't it so crazy? Um, But what I was saying is that, you know, I think that that's one of the things like you want to focus on what's actually going to serve the growth of your business. And if you're still stuck in worrying about getting it wrong, or you're still stuck on, you know, showing up on stories and, and speaking, um, creating TikToks, like being on other people's podcasts, it's time now to overcome the fear. Because if you don't overcome the fear this year, like, I feel like you're going to get left way behind because if you want to expand your business, you need more people to see your business and connect with you, especially if you were someone that needs to build trust with your audience. So I feel like whether you don't have to start a podcast, but 
being a guest in other people's podcasts is so great. And it actually really serves the growth of your business. And so many of my clients that have done this and been guests, they're often very surprised on how much fun it can be. It's not as daunting as you think it's going to be. And I think it's one of those things that does actually help expand the growth of your business. So I love this. So finding that unique voice, really connecting back to your heart and making sure that you're really connecting your message. Is there any other key strategies that you like to share with people on how to, you know, go about sharing from their heart and going, going about getting across their message clearly? Mm. A lot of it is learning in the doing. So don't wait to take action to be ready. Take action to be ready. You know, so on uh, social media, a lot of, I think you'd agree with your own accounts. Like in the beginning, the videos are really bad, you know, and, and trusting that evolution, like even what you post last week might be not be what you post yeah. this week. So true. I literally have like, I had a whole bunch of drafts in my reels of stuff that I'd recorded, like I reckon the middle of last year, I just hadn't gotten around to posting them. I just had a whole bunch of drafts and I got a new phone and I had to transfer all of them across. And I went through and I was like, oh, I can't post that now. Oh no, that's bad. <laughs> like I'm yeah. just looking back and went, so much has oh, changed. Oh, sure, it's fine. Yeah. So much evolution. You're right. Like sometimes it you don't, but I wish I had actually just had the courage to post it then right? Like instead of questioning it, instead of being like, oh, does it look all right? Is this get, getting it crossed clearly enough? Like, and that, cause that was the inner, inner chatter. Like, I'm like, why didn't I just bloody post it? Like, and some people do get stuck in that too. So I feel like it's one of those things that you got to, I love that trust the evolution and just keep moving forward and keep taking the action. Yeah. So for me, like I used to be a TV journalist. And so a lot of the time I'm out trying to get stories and I've had a few doors slammed in my face and, you know, it's sort of part of, part of the job. I wasn't one of those people like, you know, doing lots of um, knocking on people who didn't want to speak to me. I always declared who I was, but, you know, it comes with the territory. Yeah. And I was, I got spat at walking outside the courtroom and like all these things that sound really awful. It, it was so great because it helped me deal with rejection and sort of not having to please everybody. Like we'd be even wanting to do a story that was really telling somebody's story and then they would start yelling at us and you'd be like, hang on, like we're on your side with this. Yeah, wow. And then when I went viral on TikTok, that was another great lesson because I had some videos go viral for all the wrong reasons. Who knew pronunciation was so triggering for people? So mm. I had this one video that was about pronunciation and people were saying, don't listen to this woman. This is Australia's most dangerous woman. Someone made a video and put the poo emoji on my head and called me a shithead, which is kind of funny because I also used to work for a sewerage company. So I'm like, that's kind of apt. Um, but it was like, how dare she tell people how they should speak? Don't let her make you feel bad about the way you speak. Wow. Now that like really cut me to the quick. And the main reason for that was because here's the thing. I, I, Christine, I know you talk about this as well. We only really get triggered by stuff if it's like a bit of a mirror. Mm. So true. Right? So it's like it's an invitation. Every trigger is an invitation. So I'm here going, oh, my gosh, no, this is flying in the face of what I do. Like I help people feel more confident about the way they speak in their voice. It's not that at all. So what do I do? go see my counsellor, my therapist, crying on the couch. Why don't people like me? Why don't people get what I'm trying to do? And that's when she said, live life in your disco ball. Keep on dancing. Keep on shining. You decide who comes to your party and you decide who's a reflection right back on them. 
Mm. Love that. And that was so great because I was able to move past that. And I also didn't make any more pronunciation videos, not because it's not part of what I do. It's just not a hill I want to die on. Yeah. You know, so having your fears come true is one of the best things that can happen because you're not afraid of it anymore. People say, oh, you're afraid of going viral for all the wrong reasons. It's like, well, that kind of happened and I'm fine. And actually I increased my business during that time. Yeah. Because when you have that reach, yeah, you get a lot of people that would never buy from you anyway, but you introduce yourself to a lot of people as well. Mm. So it was a really good thing to happen. And it's also important to say that those things aren't necessarily ever going to happen right? Like sometimes we have get stuck on that where we're like, oh, but what if that happens? So we don't take action now because we're fearful of that thing happening at that next level. But a lot of the time those things don't actually happen. Like I know. And and I wonder like, what if you were to go viral? I think there's a a block with people that it keeps their accounts small and their videos small because they're not ready mm. to, for them to go big. Yeah. So true. Oh, so good. And like coming back to what you were saying earlier, like you're so right. Like I think you've got to just get out there and start speaking. And the more you speak, the easier it becomes and the more confident you become because that's only, that's where confidence comes from, right? It comes from competency and practice. Absolutely. I'm glad you said competency because there are so many skills. So we're talking, you know, a lot about mindset in this podcast, but I have uh, like lots of frameworks. People say, how do I tell a story? For example, I'll share one. I say, well, you can use the sway framework. What's the sway framework? So S is set the scene. W is what happened. The A is as a result. And then the Y is why am I telling you this? Mm. What's the takeaway? Love it. You know, so it's like a little, there's lots of little tricks and hacks when it comes to answering questions or telling stories or sharing your point of view or being in a podcast interview. Yeah. That you can learn. And once you do, you go, all right, that's how they do it. Yeah. Right. Let's take the veil away. Veil away. And I think as well, like it also comes from like, I feel like sometimes the way that I've clarified my message is going out and just testing to see what response you get. Right. Cause like, even just like (laughs) you said your voice at a networking event, like the most thing, the thing that people are so fearful of, of like when that people ask you, like, what do you do? People are like, Oh my God, I've got to get my elevator pitch. Right. And honestly, like the amount of times that I've just gone, like, I'm just going to test out a new way of saying what I do just to see what response I can get. And I think the more and more you do it, the more of a um, clarification happens in your mind. You're like, oh, actually, the way I had practiced it was way too many words that needed to come out of my mouth. I need to shorten it or it needs to be like I need to use these words or I need to like actually highlight it the the impact rather than what I do like there's so many different things I need to tell the story I need to do this yeah absolutely and in my um I run workshops called speak up for your business in person and we talk about this how do you answer that yeah what do you do question is there one way no it's not hey you know and uh oh yeah I've tried it so many times as well when I first started my business everyone thought I was a singing coach oh really (laughs) And so my first business cards, I hardly ever use business cards now, but it says uh, Sally Prosser voice coach. And then in brackets, it had, no, it's not singing. (laughs) And that was actually a really good conversation starter because it's like, well, if it's not singing, well, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, actually, anytime you're using your voice. Yeah. That's so good. And I love that you do the in-person workshops because I think that sometimes like, people need to have that interaction and connection and see other people have the similar fears to them and find ways to actually utilize their voice in a really impactful way because it can be 
one of the biggest challenges that holds people back in their business, I think. Like if they're not confident mm. in communicating their value, communicating what they do, selling themselves, like it is so intrinsic in every part of your business journey, right? And like as part of one of my masterminds, we do like a sales training and I actually have a, a call where we practice communicating your offer, right? And one of the things that. I always say to people is that, you need to make sure that your offer is so succinct and clear that it feels confident coming out of your mouth because a lot of the time people are so fearful of being rejected that they say the offer in a really insecure way. And I, I always say to them, like, practice on the dog. Like, if you have to practice on your dog, practice yeah. on your partner, you say it out so many times that it becomes... Oh, yeah. Say your prices. You know, I remember when I did my first big price yeah. rise after working with a coach. <laughs> I was I spoke really confidently, you know, you can hear former broadcaster. And then it got to the part of the webinar, which was, you know, the, the, the course. And I listened back to the recording, even though it was hell, and I've gone... Um, and it's $497. This <laughs> weird voice, which even people who were interested in the program would have gone like, what? what? You know, so it's so important to practice. It's not just, it's not what we say. It really is the way that we say yeah. it. So people will hear our words, but they'll feel our tone. You know, 7% is the words we use. 38% is the tone of voice. And then 55% is our physiology. So it's a good reminder to not get fixated on what we say and lean into the tone of voice. That's why one of my courses is the magnetic voice formula, because once you've got that, you can take that into any scenario that you go into. Love that. Oh, so needed because it's such a, it's, you're so right. Like often when I, whenever I have clients doing that, it's one of the things I always say to them, I'm like, you've got to practice this part of the, of the webinar the most because you're going to feel confident in the, in the content you're sharing, right? The content is probably stuff that you've shared before and you're, you're confident in that and you're not selling anything. So there's no fear around it. But as soon as you get to talk about your offer and as soon as you start talking money, the fear is going to come up. And if you haven't practiced it, it's going to come through your voice for sure. Yeah, well, I, I think what um, threw me at, at that stage, and I'm sure people listening have had this experience, was you could hear everyone leaving the Zoom call. Oh, that's so, nice. Do you know what, what I mean? Like I was sort of, I'd done the first part and then you could tell I was going into the the cell and then I just heard a whole bunch of ding, 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 which is like the people jumping off, which wow. is which is fine because they're people that probably never would have bought. And rather than focusing on the people who were there to hear what I had to say, I got um, distracted by that yeah. Yeah. leaving, by that rejection. So that was a really good lesson for me to... <laughs> Turn up, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I think I. I hope I've I, that I need to know because that was very distracting. The ding of people leaving. Yeah. And give yourself plenty of time, so you can stay Slow in the sound. You know, low and breathe. Like the breath is so important. The most confident person in any room is the person with the most regulated breathing pattern. Yeah. So true. So true. Regulated. So too yeah and I'm sharing as well like you know I've done a uh, I did one of my courses where on the last live call the last live call of the course no one showed up oh no no it was the last one and I thought I had to just change my mindset and I said I'm doing a pre-record I just did it as though it was a pre-record gave all my energy and it was completely fine you know so time and time again we're learning that it's the state that we're in and the story we tell ourselves, which is 
the driving force. You know, yesterday I had a client say, oh, I was told that I need to have a platform. She's writing a book. She said, I need to have a platform. And so I have to get on social media. (laughs) Well, you don't have to, like you get to. We live in this great age. Wi-Fi was invented in 97, 1997, where we can pretty much for free reach an audience around the world. It's such a great gift that we have. And, I mean, why did you write a book in the first place? Like to get your message out there, to communicate something, a story? So the more people that you connect with on socials, the more people will want to read the book, right? Like it's it's all good stuff. Like I think that's one of the things that people get so caught up in it um instead of actually going well look how lucky we are look how lucky we are we don't have to pay thousands of thousands of dollars to put up a bloody billboard that nobody's going to see or the wrong people exactly yeah advertising yeah magazines like um, newspapers that like all of that like we can literally organically for free put up a post and connect with our people and i think we sometimes have to just remind ourselves of that and, and work on our state for sure i'm such a big believer of working on your state so yeah, I know. <laughs> Singing from the same song sheet here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so what's next for Sally Prosser in 2024? So, oh, I'm more organized than I've ever been. <laughs> I've got the whole year mapped out, which which feels really good. One of the techniques I talk about is writing in the masculine and delivering in the feminine. Mm, so it's it. that way of giving ourselves the structure so then we can float and deliver freely like the butterfly. And I think for me personally, and uh, if you're listening and you can relate, send me a DM. I think in the past I've been a little bit too much on the free, flowy, intuitive side and haven't had that structure. So we've got all of the classes for this year for soul speakers. So my membership, my group coaching program is called Soul Speakers. And we've also got a few events coming up this year in person. So I mentioned earlier, my speak up for your business workshops. So if you're a business owner and you want to connect with other business owners, it's one of the best things about these days is that somebody else will pick up on something small that you've said and say, that's really interesting. And you'll think, oh, I didn't think that was something interesting to say, because you can't see the wood from the trees when you're involved in it. So it's a really great way to get that um, peer feedback. So that's happening in uh, Melbourne in February, in Perth in March, and here in Brisbane on the 24th of May. Love it. And so similar to what we've shared today, you go into much more depth in the workshop. So yes, so I give you lots of templates for to talk about who you are and what you do. And you've got lots of practice. Yes. Amazing. So good. Uh, and anything else for the year? So you've got, so, sorry, Soul Speakers and your workshops and then your podcast. You've also got a podcast. So make sure you check out your oh, podcast. Oh, yes. My, my podcast. I've got a few live courses as well that are launching that, that, you know, they're not ready to be announced yet. And also if you have a bigger team, I do a lot of corporate workshops as well. So if you'd like to get me into your business to do a a session or speak. My services are quite similar to yours, Christine. Yeah. So most things that you offer, I offer as well. Which is perfect because that's why you're coming to speak at one of my masterminds for one of my group of ladies. So that's going to be awesome this year in March as well. So yeah, I'm so looking forward to it. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I'll make sure I put all the links in the show notes. Definitely follow um, Sal on social media, especially TikTok. I follow you on TikTok um, mainly. I don't know why, whether whether it's the Instagram algorithm, I hardly see any of your stuff there, but I'm always all over the TikTok. <laughs> um, so I'll make sure I put all the links in the show notes, but I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your beautiful wisdom with us today. Oh, so great to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And if you found any value out of this episode, make sure you hit the follow button so you get access to the episodes as soon as they are live. And make sure you come hang out with me on Instagram. You can find me at Corcoran underscore coach. 
Have an incredible week.